This Bites, discussing Milwaukee's culinary and restaurant culture. With Ann Christensen of Milwaukee Magazine and Tariq Moody of 88.9. Welcome to This Bites, Milwaukee's longest-running culinary podcast with the host, food writer and critic for Milwaukee Magazine, Ann Christensen, and me, DJ Tariq of Radio Milwaukee. On this week's edition of This Bites, we're going to talk about several things, plus, plus a couple of things in a new issue of Milwaukee Magazine, which the cover is all about outdoor adventure. I don't, I'm not a, I'm not an adventure person. I like hotels. But anyway, we're going to talk about uh, an upcoming charity dinner that's happening in August. We got news about Gordo Burger, which is in Bayview, and also news about the Riverwest Co-op Cafe. But we're going to start off with a couple things from the latest issue of Milwaukee Magazine that Anne worked hard on. Mm-hmm. And since we're in the midst of summer, and it's been kind of a weird, like it gets hot and then cool, hot, cool. Yeah. You have an article Strange on frozen desserts to try in Milwaukee. Yeah. I mean, who doesn't love to cool off with a frozen dessert? And we've got a lot of different mm-hmm. places that you can choose from, and it's not just... Frozen custard. Trust me, I love frozen custard, but um, I decided to put the spotlight on some other places along with frozen custard where you can get um, cooling treats. Okay, scratch ice cream. We've probably mentioned them in the past. They have a location um, at Zocalo Food Park and in Crossroads Collective. Well, they also recently opened their big new headquarters um, out on Calhoun Road in Brookfield, um, which is where they're making all their ice cream. They've got a a scoop counter, too, so you can go in and get, you know, something on a cone or in a cup. Um, And um, Scratch, which I got to tell you, I really, really enjoy their ice cream. And they have something, they have a salted caramel waffle cone flavor that I really, really love. Um, And the newest addition to their flavor lineup is a whole roster of cheesecake flavors. Those are available by the pint, only by the pint. But um, I've been wanting to try those, pick those up at the grocery store. There are a number of different grocery stores that carry their ice cream. Beyond that, I also mentioned um, a place down um, in the south side on 17th and Lincoln where you can get those wonderful uh, Mexican uh, popsicles that are kind of, you know, some of them are flavored with like watermelon or say horchata um, or or um, pineapple. So ones that are kind of fruity, kind of creamy. Um, and this is the, the type of thing that you can get at, you know, by the cart that is being, you know, pulled around by somebody, um, in the neighborhood down on the South side. And this, um, Payeteria Yayo, that's the name of this business. They have a location on 17th and Lincoln, but they also go out in, around in the city on in their carts that you can you can actually find them and pick up a, a frozen treat that way. And then one more I'm going to mention, Tariq. Um, I'm a big fan of Fred's. I don't know if you've ever been to Fred's. It's in Washington Heights, right on 47th and Belize. Yep. Yeah, I used to go there when the station used to be around That's there. right. I forgot about that. Yeah. Well, um, they actually have new owners um, as of like 2019. And it's just, it's open seasonally now. And it's, they do like a soft serve frozen custard and they just, I love, I don't know. I love, I still love soft serve. I guess it's like a childhood thing for me, but they do a twist cone that I really enjoy. 
So, you know, people can pick up the issue and see some other places too that I mentioned um, for delicious frozen treats. Cool. And that's in the latest issue of Milwaukee Magazine out now. Coming up, we're going to continue our conversation on this bites with a discussion about a uh, amazing organization run by women to uplift women entrepreneurs. That's coming up on this bites. We'll be right back. Don't stress about that car you don't need. Embrace the lazy days of summer by donating it to Radio Milwaukee. We accept many kinds of vehicle donations, including cars, trucks, motorcycles, and even RVs. Pickup is free, and you could get a tax deduction. Donate your vehicle now, and then kick back and enjoy the great music and stories you help to support. Visit RadioMilwaukee.org cars to start your donation today. We're back on This Bites, Milwaukee's longest-running culinary podcast with the wonderful, talented Anne Christensen and me, Tariq Moody. We're continuing our conversation with another story that Anne worked on for the latest issue of Milwaukee Magazine. And it's all to do about uplifting women, especially women, kind of women entrepreneurs, correct? Women food entrepreneurs. Okay. So we're talking um, uh, female owners of restaurants and food trucks and cafes, that type of thing. Okay. So what's what's this organization called and, what, and, what, and how do they help each other? Yeah. So it's this there's this organ well it's not an organization it's a it's because they don't have any rules okay. they it's kind of a coalition of women that are working to uplift each other help each other support each other so that they can be stronger as a you know we can be stronger as a food community and you know uh, kind of hel- helping each other um, build on success. The uh, network, I'm going to use that word, network of female food entrepreneurs is called Let's Talk Women. It was started in Chicago by a um, by a, a chef down there, a chef restaurant owner down there. And she has since um, kind of uh, started offshoots in different cities, and Milwaukee is the latest one. And um, so I did a story on the women that are that are closely involved in that here. And they include Dana Spandit, who um, owns Flower Girl and Flame Food Truck, uh, Jesse uh, of Heirloom MKE, which is also a food truck, and then Lupe, who owns Modern Maki, which is at Zocalo Food Truck Park. So these ladies are just amazing um, business owners. They're, they're really quick and sharp. And they're really committed to Milwaukee. The, the very first thing that they did when they started this, this network in Milwaukee was to have a dinner for International Women's Day. So they had that very recently in March. So that was their first event. And what they plan to do over time is to have more events um, and also do kind of like uh, – uh, pop-ups where they um, collaborate with each other. So, for instance, later this month, um, Jesse of Heirloom MKE is going to do a collaboration dinner or prefix dinner. On Jul- it's actually coming up very, very soon with Dominique Alvarado, who owns Tostada MKE, which is the food truck outside of Maranta Plant Shop. So they're doing um, different things to kind of um, build their visibility 
and, um, you know, helped each other kind of survive and thrive. So um, one, of the, one of the things they want to do in the future is have a women's fest. So that is something that they're looking at in the future. But for now, I mean, they do things like um, they get each other on um, – Zoom calls each month, and they talk about how to how best to run their businesses, how to deal with worker shortages, um, you know, things like that. So they're they're really trying to help each other succeed, which is really awesome. And um, the ladies that are that are heading this up in Milwaukee are just really amazing. Sounds good. I can't wait to uh, check out the whole entire story in the latest issue of Milwaukee Magazine. Uh, next, uh, we got news about a charity dinner that's happening on August 21st at the Milwaukee Public Market. Uh, it's organized by um, Chef Adam Pawlik of Egg and Flour. Yeah. He was doing this before the pandemic. Uh, he's bringing it back. Um, it's called the MKE Chef Collaboration Dinner. Uh, the event brings together local chefs who put together a silver course meal with proceeds benefiting charities of the uh, respective chefs choices. Uh, this year, the chefs include Ramsey Alvarez of Diabom, who will be supporting uh, community liver Alliance, Milwaukee kitchen kitchens, Cole Ursel, who chose the juvenile diabetes research foundation, Joe Munch, uh, Black Shoe Hospitality chose the Urban Ecology Center and uh, Bavette's Karen Bell, uh, and who chose Well Point Care Network and the Pap's Theater Group's Kevin Sloan. A lot of people didn't realize. Some people don't know that the Pap's Theater has a chef. Yeah, you know, I'm just going to throw this in there. I did a story on him. He's doing mm. some amazing dishes for um, visiting acts who come to the Pabst and Riverside theaters. Just going to throw that out there. I told him to do a, like a, he should do a cookbook, photo book and recipes. Yeah. It'd be, it'd be, a, it'd be I can see that being a New York times bestseller. I don't, I, don't, I keep telling him to do that, but I sh- if he does, I should take a cut because that was my idea. But anyway, <laughs> and Dairyland and uh, Dairyland's Kurtz and Katie Focal will uh, chose strive 365. And so also happening there, the dinner would be paired with beverages selected by Lost Whale, the, the the bar in Bayview. Again, it takes place August 25th, no, August 21st, 5 p.m. at the Milwaukee Public Market in the Third Ward. So big ups to Adam Pavlik for bringing this uh, really cool event back to uh, Milwaukee after the pandemic. Well, we're still in the pandemic. Um, next, got some kind of news about Gordo Burger. Uh, in Bayview, yeah. um, I guess the burger will be is closing or will be transforming into a late night dessert shop featuring bubble waffles. You know what bubble waffles are? I have no clue what those are. Do you? No, I figure the food <laughs> writer would know. I mean, is it a cross between bubble tea and waffles? Let's find out. An egg waffle. Uh, Wait a minute. I just found it. I think it's just the the type of... There was a bubble waffle... I was going to say there was a bubble waffle shop in the Panther Arena. Okay. Well, it appears that it it is the shape of the waffle that looks like bubbles. Oh, so like bubbles. Oh, instead of the concave hexagons. 
So it's just the shape. It's the shape. Well, that's just interesting. Yeah. I thought it was like something really special. Not like not from what I can tea, see. Like I don't know. I mean, I would say that sounds a little silly to me, but you know. <laughs> yeah, I thought like I was thinking like bubble tea, like that'd be kind of cool. A little the tapioca and that a could waffle. be interesting. That I know that could be interesting. Yeah. If they do that, that's our idea too. We'd get a cut. By the way. <laughs> um, anyway, they also have pancakes and milkshakes and more. Uh, it's located at 2301 South Avenue, South Howell Avenue. Um, be on the lookout for that. Um, so here it is. So they have mix shapes. Also, mix shapes will be taught with waffle pieces, cereal, and candy bars as well. Wow. So if you're looking for a late night dessert plot, if you're looking for a late night dessert shop, there you go. Well, you know, that might, um, that might be a good um, addition to, to the Lincoln and KK Howell Avenue, all of those businesses over there. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. Who knows? Growing up, we used to, there was a, um, a dessert shop in high school. And even when we came back from college to visit in Atlanta uh, called A Sweet Life. Mm-hmm. It was a late night dessert shop. It was so, it was so good. Um, and we just go there and like, you know, stayed open to like midnight. And all they do was desserts and coffee. Yeah. We used to do that. We used to do that for high school. And then like, you know, when you left for college, come back home for the holidays. We go there. And then Atlanta also had a cafe de Inter de Mezzo, which was also kind of a late night dessert shop throughout the city of Atlanta. Um, we used to go there as well. So like late night dessert shops are the best. I don't I don't I don't see why there's not more of them. Yeah. You, know? you get a sweet tooth. I feel like most people get sweet tooths late right. at night. Well, that right? probably explains the popularity of like an insomnia cookies, which has a location down yeah. there, by the way. Yeah. So yeah, like we need more late night dessert spots, I think. You know. Anyway, I uh, got some, uh, I guess, kind of sad sad news. Temporarily sad news. Let's yeah, put it that way. right in the your neck West- of the woods, Tariq. Yeah, right in my neck of the woods. Reported over on um, on Milwaukee Magazine. River West Co-op's cafe is to close, at least temporarily. Um, they posted something on Instagram, and I'll read it here. It is with heavy yet hopeful hearts that we must announce the closure of the cafe as of Monday, July 11th, that's coming up. We sincerely hope that this is not a goodbye, but so long for now. The post goes on to state that the co-op will be putting out all their energy and pivoting their operations in the hopes of securing the future of the co-op's grocery store. I'm a member, by the way. Are you are? The co-op, op- yeah, uh, the co-op operates a grocery store that shares space with the cafe in a historic building at the corner of West Clark and North Fratney. So... So for now, the cafe is closed temporarily, unfortunately. That's a super um, bummer. I really liked their brunch, by the way. I thought their brunch yeah. was really good. And, yeah. you know, I mean, their whole thing was um, vegetarian and vegan stuff. And I think they did a pretty mm. good job with it. Yeah, they were. They, they seemed popular. Like, every time I go by there, there's like a little, yeah. little line out there. Um, but hopefully there'll be better things to come. Yeah, I hope so. You know, I don't know what else is going on over there, but... I hope it all works out. Yeah, for I hope them. they can get it back together. And the neighborhood. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Well, that wraps up this week's edition of This Bites. This Bites is produced by the one and only Kenny Perez with support and generosity from our membership. To listen to This Bites, just check out your favorite podcast service like Apple Podcasts, Google Play, 
Spotify, or anywhere you get your podcast. Of course, you can get it online at RadioMilwaukee.org slash This Bites. And remember, feedback's important, so please rate and review kindly. As always, stay hungry and... And keep the Malort cold. And maybe have your Malort with a bubble waffle. Or get Pete's Pop to do a Malort Pops. You know, Purple Door did Malort ice cream. You hear that, Pete Pop? Malort Popsicles. <laughs> you got to get on it. Malort Popsicles. Yeah. I get a cut, too. My sure. idea. If I don't get a cut, you'll be seeing my lawyers. Maybe maybe uh, <laughs> you can talk to Dane about it. Because do you remember Dane Dane Baldwin of The Diplomat? Wasn't he doing... They collaborated. Yeah. He did a collaboration. Yeah, they did the kind of Pete Pops cocktails. You have a cocktail with a Pete's mm-hmm. Pop. Yeah. So, Malort Pops. Just for I you. don't know. It really doesn't scream eat me. It, you can't it say screams, anything because you haven't tried it. Screams, it screams leave me alone. Don't go there. You you, I know. You but, gotta, but you know you what? Should, I, you should do a story critiquing Malort. You have to do that. I, I stand by my you might my even stance love it. of never trying it. I'm. I, it's It's possible. You know. I mean, knowing your taste buds, you're, you're, you're very sophisticated taste buds, you might find the nuances of different flavors and notes that most people don't even realize. And you know... You like you like bitter I cocktails. I do like bitter. I so, do. I love, see, but I like things like Campari and Aperol. I, is, I don't think it's in the this same... Is like, this is Campari on steroids. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it probably is. That's what it is. So, yeah. anyway. Have a great weekend, Ed. You too, Tariq. <laughs> <laughs>